0: Would it be like you, sometimes you you know especially just us we get in our own world and we just think it's just everything's the same just for us but mm-hmm. it's really the same across the board like it's a human experience like that's how life is
1: yep and that like there's certain things that can connect us all and one of those things as adults is paying bills that is what <laughs> connects us all because these paying bills is a motherfucker
0: no like it's, it's like probably the worst thing i've ever done and it is <laughs> <didn't tell you. laughs> that the more that you want and that you acquire out of life is the more bills that you have to pay for so once you you know how you hear them celebrities when they divorce they be like i'm accustomed to living a certain lifestyle it's the that's that's adulthood like hell yeah it's like nigga i can't i'm not doing without my you know my streaming subscriptions i'm not you know i got (laughs) credit cards and shit now like you gotta talk to me differently like
1: I can't I can't go from eating filet mignon every Tuesday to eating Hot Pockets to replace it like you're accustomed to some shit I can't go back to to that lifestyle like I'm accustomed to having Hulu now. I can't go back to not having like it's first first world problems yes exactly yeah but but I you get to a certain point in your life I'm used to this shit you can't like McDonald's, that's the problem. McDonald's can't offer the dollar menu all these years and then just take shit off the dollar menu. You cause you gonna lose a lot of people. What happened to the double cheeseburger? Is it the McDouble now? But like, like oh no, no, that's uh it's still on sale, but it's two fifty now. Like, whoa, 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 fuck is that? You, but I, I have
0: when I had four dollars back in the G, I know I was straight. Like I know I can get the the right. fry, the the burger and the drink
1: and I'm good. Like that's for, three, all I for 350 for 389.
0: <laughs> and then, then the size of the cups and shit. Like me and my uh my boyfriend went to zaxby Sunday, and he got a large, but the shit was like yeah, <laughs> and the mediums like just a little. I said, No, nah, right. we the small. Like, I want the skinny cups now. I don't need all
1: that pop,
0: my nigga. Like, yeah too so much pop.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like uh this one one of my favorite Mexican restaurants when I lived in Florida. They did two for one margaritas all day, every day, happy hour all day, every day. So you go and get, you get a 16 ounce margarita and it's only $9.99. You get two of those big ass margaritas for $10 all together. And mm-hmm. so that was my spot for about a year and a half, my first two years there. Then I we go there one night on a Friday and I'm you know margarita and I'm like, what's this, this little shit? They said, oh, all our two for one margaritas come in these plastic cups now. I said, oh. Well, I was accustomed to the 16 ounce. Right. And now you want me to do this? Le- legit. That was the last time we ever went. We like, well, y'all ain't gonna play us. We was loyal customers and y'all just gonna change shit on us. So we found another Mexican spot that did two for one. Y'all boys be good. We're gonna get on out of here though.
0: There's always gonna be another me- Mexican spot that does the two for one. You're gonna find that. And that's why I
1: miss uh that's why I miss Florida, because I mean Atlanta's cool and all. But you know, Atlanta tries to be too bougie
0: when they don't need to be bougie. Over exerts themselves. Like yeah. you're trying to be LA without the the LA shit. But honestly when you look at all of, the, of our major cities, all of them dirty. <laughs> yeah. Our motherfuckers is dirty as fuck. Like it just shows you there's <laughs> too much foot traffic in this motherfucker. Like New York got the best rats. They said LA now they got them big ass rats. I think they was like second on the list for like the, the rat infestation and that's uh. what one of two reasons why I could never move to New York. Like I want to go visit, but y'all niggas walk around and act like seeing these rats. It's just like seeing and yeah, it's <laughs> it's like walking up. You see walking a dog got a cat or some shit. Like y'all treat the, the rats like that. Yeah, I'm jumping and y'all just like
1: <laughs> and they look at us like we crazy, like bro, chill is just a big ass rat. Yeah, it's a big <laughs> yeah, ass <right>. rat.
0: <laughs> just master splinter over here. The fuck.
1: I mean, it's, it's expensive. It's, it's one of the top two expensive cities in the country. Top two worst traffic in the country. Yes, yes. It's dirty as hell already. So like, I remember I was listening to an interview and this dude, he's a comedian that had been there. He said, the only reason you should be moving to New York is if you're already filthy rich or you're trying to become an artist or become famous or an actor or singer, whatever. Like, you don't move there just to move there. Like, why? Why would you do that to yourself? Like, at least, like, like, Miami. Miami's a city you move to when you already got money. You go there to flash your money. That's why you go to Miami. You go to New York to become a star. You go to LA, a mixture of flash your money and to become a, be star a star as well. Right. Yep. So you have that, and now Atlanta's becoming, like, it's, Atlanta's a mixture of Miami and New York, where you come in to be flashy, but you're also coming to try to be a star as well. So it's, they in between, but it's more for but white folk, white folk ain't moving to Atlanta and become stars. That's only totally black people that move here to Yeah become a star.
0: <laughs> yeah, all the black people in the community, they feel like that Atlanta's the spot for you to go to now for some, yeah. Like, but everybody can't take this same path. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> it becomes crowded. And I think that's pretty much what y'all are seeing right now is that it's too many people down here. Right. Like, everybody can't be the Migos. Everybody's not <laughs> going to be the next, you know, whoever the fuck you looking to be. Like, Tyler Perry or whoever, you know, your thing is, you come into their, their spot. Like, they live here. They're from here. You from move here. into their shit, think you going to surpass them on their own playground? Right. Like
1: no they they already part of the culture they help they've helped make the culture what the culture is and right. you're just trying to and then you come here and you don't sound different you're just trying to sound like everything that's already here you're sounding sure. like the people who've created the culture and now they don't know you <coughs> they don't know you and you trying to be like them and they're like ah right, we got three of you my nigga. we already got seven.
0: We have several, we have a whole label of you niggas. Like, literally a whole label. Right.
1: And you ain't bringing nothing different. So it's like, like, I've got friends and family that moved to Atlanta. Like, I moved here because I, I took a job. I work in higher education, though. So, I only, and I, I was always, I ain't gonna, I was one of those black folk that was like, I could never live in Atlanta. I was never against it. I've always thought Atlanta was dope. But I was one of those folks, I will never live in Atlanta. Fuck that. Blah, blah, blah. And here I am. Living it but up. If I was younger, because I was up for jobs in, like, i dallas chicago nashville and here in atlanta if this was the younger wheel let's say when i was 23 24 25 i would have took the job in dallas i would have like, i'm going on out to dallas cost of living is cheap mm-hmm. i could find an apartment i found a two-bedroom two-bathroom apartment for thirteen dollars ninety but i would have i would have took my heavy ass right on now to dallas i definitely wasn't gonna go to no nashville i don't want to go that if i'm a I don't moved away, so I don't want to live that close to home anymore. I like living, not necessarily living further away, but I just like these areas of the country a little bit. Yeah, I like that distance. But then Nashville, they becoming one of the more expensive cities in the country, and it's like, who the fuck do you think you are to be this expensive?
0: Yeah, that that was the thing. Like they starting to they clicking up more than shit here. But honestly, I think it's just all over the the country because it's not it's everything goes is going up, but your, your paycheck's not going up. And that's, that's the biggest, like what to America, because it's like, you want people to pay all of this money, but then you don't want to provide them with the money to pay this shit. Like you want them to struggle in order to get to just this simple, like, you know, a thousand dollars or a thousand plus. But back in the day, like you could, you would be straight with $600. Like, you was the man. You could have a nice-ass apartment for 600 a month. Now that $600 a month apartment has been gentrified and all this bullshit, and so now it's $16. And it's like, why the fuck am I paying $1,600 for an apartment? An apartment. Like, there's nothing, no guarantees with it. It's an apartment. I got neighbors that's, like, right next door to me. Ain't no space. It's, I don't have a private garage, like none of this shit. It's literally a big right, ass apartment right. building. you paying all this money for what? Like where we stay, where I stay at in my townhome, like it's nice, but I've been for five years. So, of course, over the course of five years, it has gone up. But then I'm starting to be like, well, y'all not really doing anything amenity wise. Like yeah. add a pool, put a park in. Like <laughs> if you're going to keep clicking my shit up, you got to show me, like, what where, what's it going to? Like, oh, yeah. they want to you know, expand to such and such or whatever. Like, no, nah, they just like go up and that's
1: it. They don't give you yep. shit. Yeah, they just like, it's the market. Like, no, nigga. That's like when I was in uh, grad school. I mean, this was in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Two-bedroom, two-bathroom townhouse, nice-ass deck, nice neighborhood, hardwood floors all on the first floor, just carpet up in the bedroom. It was nice. It was so spacious. Kitchen was huge. Yep. All yep. of it, great neighbors. I pay four ninety five a month for that shit. Just four ninety five, bro. bruh. and I had food stamps at the time. Shoot, you know, <laughs> so I was like, all of if No rent
0: was that low. <laughs> nigga,
1: I would be living. talking about y'all be looking at. Damn, we'll travel all the time. He always taking off for work, bro. I'm out. I'm gone. I'm going to right. Dubai. <laughs> right, like, and I'm be. I'm working from. I'm working from home, y'all. I'm working from home, and I'm out in fucking Kazakhstan, whatever. <laughs> Just to go, because I just got money to spend. Because I got extra bread
0: now. So you know I don't
1: paid off my student loans already.
0: <laughs> Everything's paid up. Like I got a couple extra checks. I done
1: paid the rent up for like three, four months. I'm straight on that. Right. And it, it just don't make no sense. So yeah, $4.95. That was so beautiful. My my first apartment when I was in Florida, this was in January 2014. I had a two-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment right off of a lake. Nice. It was kind of further out in the county, but it was nice out there though. And now I, that's when I first understood why people like living in the country, though, because it was so dope out there. But I paid, I think I paid $750 a month for a two-bedroom, two-bathroom. Nice-ass spot. And then all of a sudden they went up, uh, we're going up to, uh, they went up to like $980 out of nowhere. Y'all said, y'all going up over $200 two, uh, three months before my lease is up out of nowhere. Like, that's I didn't fun. factor this into my budget, bro. And it's just, well, so even like my apartment now, I live cl- close to the battery where the Braves play. And that hasn't always been, that's only been out here for a couple of years. And my rent then went up. I, I was paying when I first moved here twelve eighty, dollars And, you know, in Atlanta for a two-bedroom, two bathroom twelve eighty dollars is really good. And, uh, so I was paying that. And then out of nowhere, they went up over $100 on my rent. And I was like, well, it's because of the battery is breaking up everybody's rent. I said, really, though, is it y'all don't have to bring up the rent just because the battery is out here? That's not really, that shouldn't really have an effect on our apartment, considering it's not like you're all, I mean, and it's a nice apartment. I like my complex and all that, but you're not making improvements, improvements from what I was paying before. So it's wild that you're just going to go ahead and raise the We, Hey, my nigga, we're raising the rent. So you just gonna have to deal with it. But everybody out here is going ahead and raising it. So I ain't really got no other options, cause I ain't trying to move. I ain't trying to move downtown, deal with that traffic. And you'd never leave you the house if you moved downtown. You would never, bro. The like, oh hell no! I'd get home on a Friday, but hey, y'all, I'm in the house for the night. Traffic for the night. <laughs> Uber's just expensive. Like I'm Everything not done with that shit.
0: Everything's up, <laughs> bruh,
1: Like I mean, last week was the parade, and oh my god, that Braves parade was elfing crazy. And cause, the, like I said, the stadium's down the street from me. Yeah. So I try to go to the barbershop at like eleven because the praying and stuff wasn't supposed to be out here till three. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm smart, man. I'm gonna beat this. Man, nope. it, it took me twenty five minutes to go two miles. No <laughs> lie, I'm not. I'm not exaggerating. Twenty five minutes to go two miles. That's crazy. Because because Ludacris, Big Boy, and Kevin Gates performed. First of all, Kevin Gates was kind of random to be performing all for right.
0: Atlanta. Is Kevin Gates from Atlanta? <laughs> no, he's from
1: Louisiana.
0: That's why I was I got the ludicrous in the big boy got it. But it's <laughs> like wow. randomly throwing in like a white person. Like the <laughs> <laughs>
1: fuck? Y'all want y- y'all to see Taylor Swift perform at the ludicrous concert? You watch baseball, nigga? Like I didn't <laughs> even right, know it's, like, it's like they was trying to think of somebody. Uh 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 well, Kevin Gates, he's from the south. There we
0: go. Yeah, down here. Hold on, I've seen that nigga at the mall. Let me <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> in town already. <laughs> Like he already had a show prior to, and then he was like, Yeah, right. like, just we just need like 15, you know, like the church would do, we just need 10, 15, 20. All right, I
1: bet, I bet. So I'll do about a song and a half, yeah, 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 yeah. That's just one, just, about one, about a one minute boy, 30, yeah,
0: we need yeah, to do like minute a minute 30, 30 right. and then you can, you know, go enjoy because, your day
1: because you, ludicrous big boy, Atlanta legends, and then even like all, the white people in Atlanta know, ludicrous and big boy, like if anyone from Atlanta, any connection to Atlanta, no matter their race, they all fuck with Ludacris and Big Boy, I yeah. get that. But it's not even like Kevin Gates is like some young hot artist where everybody know who he is or something like, if anything, he's cooled down way more than what he used to be back in the day.
0: Yeah, he's cooled off a lot. Like for like the last, I want to say probably the last five years it ain't it ain't been as hot as it was prior to i remember going to the tattoo shop getting my tattoos and my my uh ink guy he loves kevin gates and that's why he was playing while he was doing it don't you hate when they do that though like you don't want to ask me what i want to hear because i don't want to i am
1: a customer like i'm a customer you could play throw in something i like you don't have to just play it's like being in an uber and they just playing what they like i'm Give me a little bit. like ask I make a guy. request?
0: like all Right. Like, ask me, like,
1: hey, uh, who you like, man? Let me play something for you. but Like, you
0: sense. paying all that money, it was like, you know, midnight, 2 a.m. It's just me and him, and he's blaring this motherfucking Kevin Gates and drinking Red Bulls and shit, like. <laughs>
1: Speed it, going 90
0: in the 60. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But shout out to Lou. Like, Lou always look out for me. He got a little Puerto Rican dude. <laughs> L- little Puerto, literally, a little Puerto Rican dude that that will hook it up
1: word up
0: (laughs) kevin gates
1: (laughs) (laughs) it ain't two phones kevin gates these days that's when he was really popping mr two phones
0: what's the i think i seen like the the pictures he got like feathers and some shit in it i don't know what's going on i don't (laughs) i mind my business you know what i'm saying as soon as i seen it it was like touche (laughs) touche whatever nigga you know it ain't my business go ahead
1: (laughs) Oh, so um we didn't introduce you. Do you want to introduce yourself? Give them yeah tell tell us about what you'd be doing out here. What what do you I, offer the streets? I am <laughs> the shit now.
0: I am that's
1: what I uh I
0: am a podcaster, a music connoisseur, a vinyl enthusiast, a weed um weed uh concierge concierge okay yeah i like that okay, okay uh i'm a curator for uh soundtracks to the session that's my uh playlist my playlist series that is available on title apple music and spotify for like the last two to three years and I've been collecting it putting it together i do have uh, people that look forward to it they're random random sessions this last one was dirty macking because i was just on another podcast uh, talking about Dirty Mackin' from the women, the female artist's uh, point of view, which was interesting because it kind of put a lot into perspective because some shit that she was just be bopping to, you'd be like, that's a fucked up song. That's, that's, <laughs> funny, that's <laughs> really fucked up. Oh, that's fucked up. I can't believe I was dancing and singing this shit. <laughs> Hell yeah!
1: It's funny because I was legit last week making a Dirty Mac and trivia game, trying to figure out a trivia game for Dirty Mackin'. And I just started writing. I had write, started writing so I'm going to talk about this with
0: my nigga. We're yeah, like, yeah, I mean, for people, that those that know me, they know that I, I know my music, and I'm very obsessed with it, and I study it. I'm not one of those, those new age kids where they're like, I love music, but they don't do, like, any backstory. They don't, their, uh, like, opinions on it are, like, you could tell they're a child, so to speak. Like, it's very immature.
1: He's like, yeah. I don't... On that as well, because today one of my students, dope, he's a dope kid. He's like 21, and he's really into music. He knows a lot of music, too. Mm-hmm. And he talks about, like, uh, we was talking about Kanye. And I don't know if we talked about this last night, because everybody, y'all know, she's a returning guest. And we talked a little about Kanye. We talked more about how Kanye gets on our nerves now, and we just wish he stopped talking. And obviously this week, once again, he's still talking. But we can talk Yo, about
0: please, please stop talking to me. Please. I want right. you to
1: but uh, but we was talking about like our uh the different the two types of Kanye fans where we have like the older, like for us, most of us like our age group, we love Kanye right up until Yeezus. And then we kind of, that's when we started getting tired of him. But then the younger crowd really a little bit, just yeah, kind of yeah. yeah. Like, I fuck with you still, but ah, bruh. But then so he was talking about like he he always talks about like, he's so into music, he's big hip hop, all of that. And we talk about our favorite Kanye albums. And, you know, me, I'm like, depending on the mood I am, my favorite Kanye album can change on a daily basis. Yeah. But I was going through them, ranking them and stuff, and dude was like, you know, I've never listened to Graduation before. I said, how are you one of the biggest Kanye fans, and you've never listened to Graduation? That's what gets on my nerves about your exactly. younger <laughs> Exactly. Exactly.
0: That, that's, that's exactly my stance. It'd be like, y'all yeah, don't even... You don't know. Like, you just really cherry-picking this shit, and the cherry-picking is like, it makes sure your uh, point of view less valid because you haven't done your due diligence to actually, you know, see what it's about. If that's what you want to do. I'm a part of a music podcast, but is it dope though. Uh, Also I've been writing uh, album reviews for them on their website as well. For uh, local artists here in Louisville, kind of slowed up a little bit, which is, that's cool. So we just going to start, you know, writing articles about different shit but uh this is not uh invite to send me your shit i will not do side reviews or you know check me out no, i'm not i'm not doing that uh because my if you you know follow my what i've been doing as far as podcasting when i was on three 2, 1, i'm very honest um sometimes brutally honest about the because i'm very critical of my hip-hop that's like my little baby and so mm-hmm. you get critical of when motherfuckers start to you know kind of trickle in and they don't know you in the wrong land son like <laughs> you ain't even supposed to be over here type of shit mm-hmm. but um so I do that Banshee's Block is the, the everything podcast uh, both of these are streaming on our DSPs of course so yeah that's that's who I am <laughs> that's What's up?
1: Uh, speaking of hip-hop that's like what we from our Twitter the other day I said I don't know if I'm an old head now or something But I don't like we work talking today, you know, I'm around a bunch of 18 to 23, 24 year olds on a daily basis and I like talking to them about music just getting their opinions and I love seeing the differences now. But I was talking about I said no, a lot of hip hop has been gentrified hip hop has been hella gentrified and I get part of it you, you like it you like it because it's a lot of black folk that have been able to make a lot of money change their families lives have platforms and stuff. But I'm also like with a lot of the young hip hop, well, young artists period, it seems like music's not that important for them though. Like they, like if you look at a, um, what's it, Lil Nas X and uh, shoot Cardi B to be honest, all of them, they'll come out with a song or two, three songs, maybe one album. And then they don't, it's like they don't give a damn about the music for years. And I, they doing all these interviews, they're all these like magazine covers, like brand endorsements and I get that and that's dope. But for me, I want my favorite artist to drop the heat. So for the young people is- to say, yeah, the young people, like even like uh the sweeties of the world, all of them, I'm like, it doesn't seem like music is that big of a deal for them. Yeah, they're gonna fuck with it, they're gonna make the music that was their way in, but it don't seem like they care about it that much. Is that just me or it's um <clears throat> I can see how you get to
0: that that uh point of view, because it does look like that, it does give off that uh. Mystique, so to speak, it does, but um, hip hop is pop culture. I don't know, that's breaking news, <laughs> and
1: it's been pop culture for a while now. It's been for pop culture. And so,
0: uh, when my homeboy is say, you know, it's pop music, it's like, no, it's literally the culture. It's because what pop is, is pop is short for popular, popular yeah. music. So that's not even saying <clears throat> it's boxed in just. For white people, just for rapping, just for singing, it's literally it's whatever is popular. So if it's gangster rap, if it's the drug rap, if it's the gang, if it now that we're on this side of music where we we get the users' point of view, so now we get the that the consumer. So we pretty much come full circle because we came from you know uh, you know positive rap influence, the you know black right on all that shit to instantly gangsters, gang gang shit to drug dealer shit. And then when the drug dealer, we, that was like where we came up in, drugs, the dealer slowly merged and became the user.
1: Like mm-hmm. you went
0: from Jay-Z, you know, 92 bricks to Lil Wayne putting syrup in all his drinks and, you know, it went from selling bricks to doing brick. You know what I'm saying? Like the shit got... Yeah. It got weird, but it makes sense for like the world because that's literally what the world does and that's what's popular. And for hip hop um, coming out in the late you know 70s, early 80s to dominate that's 30 years. Yeah, it's up like for 30 it's years. the phase. same age
1: as us. We're the yeah, basically the same age as him. It's
0: literally the, like we grew up with hip-hop, it's the progression of it. So when we got it in the 90s, we gotta think that 90s, it was pretty much in his teenage years, it was in his yep. teenage phase. So with us in our teenage phase, it's it's dope because you feel like you the shit, you invincible. Can't nobody talk shit to me, you know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? And the, and the music showed that shit, and then when we got you know to adulthood. That's when it started to kind of get, you know what I'm saying, a little bit all over the place where you got your users, you got your dealers, you got your strippers, you got your conscious, like everybody. It's a got little bit place. of
1: everything now. And that's yeah. why, and like, it kind of annoys me when people been saying for hip hop is dead. Ain't no good hip hop out there. I'm like, if you say that, you're lazy and you're yeah. only listening to whatever people feed you
0: yeah like you don't do your due diligence like you won't go find the artist that is speaking to you you don't no one told y'all that y'all had to be down with everything that the radio plays you (laughs) especially at this point you shouldn't even let the radio influence you like everybody on my booze you should everyone should have a streaming app all right even spotify (laughs) is free you know if you're a
1: music head if you're a music head especially you should but like you said spotify is Free. i it's mean
0: you get ads but who gets yeah. about it's free get your money up like that's <laughs> i got title at apple music not i don't like apple music i have all apple products but i fucking hate apple music because it it doesn't it don't shuffle the way i need it to it mm-hmm. ain't packing everything that i need and title for me since i'm so pro black it got everything that i want over there and, and the playlist the, the,
1: the playlists are way better on time even spotify the playlists are better yeah yeah, it's the
0: curators. I think it's because whoever they got at Apple Music is probably like some, you know, white kid where you some get- 22-year-old white kid? Yeah, that don't really know any, no backstory about any artist. It's just, they think this is their first project type shit. And mm-hmm. it's like, bro, these motherfuckers have been putting out heat. It's just that you ain't doing your due diligence to find out what the fuck you like. Yep.
1: yep. That's me, and, um, me and my, one of my coworkers, we do the same age. He's from, originally from Atlanta we talk about music all the time. Today, we are talking about streaming platforms and uh, hip hop and all that. He's one of those that says, man, ain't no good. But these are a couple of things that he says that makes, I totally disagree with him. And I'm like, I'm, it's disappointing that you have these opinions. Cause he's really a smart dude, dope guy, all of that too. So one thing he says, there's really no good female rappers. That's the first thing he said. We'll, we'll, we can go over each one. But the first thing he said, there's no good female rappers out today. And I'm like, that's how I know you don't listen to hip hop, actually.
0: And yep.
1: then he said that. Um. Uh, then we talking about streaming platforms, and me and two other students, we all was agreeing because one girl she said Apple Music's the worst out of like the big three. He's like, what are the big three? There's no big three. We're like, bro, you the big three: Spotify, Apple, and Title. He goes, Title. He's bro, Title is not one of the big ones. I said, okay, you can you can have that, whatever. But he said that they're all pretty much the same, so that's why I know he was tripping as well. And then he said that all the rappers sound the same. There's no different rappers now. And I told him this morning, if you really think that, then you're not listening to music real good. And then I just named, I think I said Isaiah Rashad, Deontay Hitchcock. I said, if you really get into Goldling's music, he got some dope music as well. Like And I just named those three. And then I was like, you got Dreezy on the female side. You got Rhapsody over there as well. There's plenty of dope female rappers. Tink is
0: dope. Uh, Tink is dope. Yes. Uh, what's the uh, shit flow so Millie's dope? Um it ain't all like I love Meg, I love Cardi, but those are like the top two right now and sweetie and all of those girls. But honestly, like the grant for me, the grand scheme of things as far as the girls, the girls is getting it done. And what yeah. I do enjoy about the Cardi B era, I'm calling this the Cardi B era because Cardi is
1: bringing the girls together. This new era of female. Yes. Rappers,
0: and it's and in it's a It's a new era of unity. It's unified for because you got to think of what we just had to deal with with Nikki dominating for the last 10 years. On her own, really
1: not, was another, 10 years. not
0: another female rapper that they bring around. Like it's, it was plenty of them that was even still popping when Nicki was, you know, getting her shit off. But for some reason in the industry, they felt like we can only focus. It can only be one hot person, one hot female at a this time. Never
1: made sense, and, and it
0: doesn't make sense because there's a plethora of of dude rappers. From that, some of them are, you know, clumped together. They all talk about the same shit. So it's, it's like when the women do it. And, and another thing that I hate is that they be like, "It's too, uh, it's too sexualized."
1: That annoys the hell out of me because I'm like, "Do y'all remember the shit we grew up on? How nasty <laughs> exactly.
0: exactly, and that, that's literally my stance. That's why I don't. I always say to my friends and my family, "I'm like, I don't judge these kids." on the music that comes out today. I didn't blush when WAP came out. I'm a student of Little Kim University, my nigga. That ain't shit. That was that was that was dope. That was dope to see. Shit, my neck, my back,
1: bro. Like what
0: bro, I made a whole I have a whole session. Dedicated to Kimberly Jones. It's, kind of, it's <laughs> titled "What Little Kim Taught Me," and that motherfucker right there is enough. You know what I'm saying? That's why I well, she said
1: she make a sprite can disappear this in her mouth. This
0: is what I'm saying. Like I, I didn't blush when they were saying like when I was a star. I was like, that's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, girl. Let that
1: sprite can disappear.
0: <laughs> when Cardi said, "I want you to touch that little dagger. I was like, "Yep, <laughs> yep."
1: This is where we because, at. Here. And then it turns me out there. Specifically men, because I mean back when Wild came out, it was men, women, everybody that was acting like it was well, but specifically men. Why are you mad that a woman wants to be freaky like that? Ain't that what you want, bruh? Don't you want her? Don't you want her to go to brunch, and have about seven mimosas, hear that song, and be ready? Yeah. Like what the fuck? I don't know what these people have turned into or what, but I don't know if it's because of like a social media where now people yeah. They got to have a strong opinion when you don't need a strong opinion on shit. But bro, we had like, you had Uchi Wally and nasty shit. Like you had Uncle Luke back Doing here.
0: it, bro. LFJ's J's doing this song is nasty as fuck. And yeah. I'll do that shit verbatim. I was singing that shit. <laughs> Creep, Red Light Special. I am about to say TLC. Rock the boat by Leah. That shit was nasty. I can rock the boat, bitch. I was uh, 15 years old, a sophomore in high school talking about rock the boat stroke it in the
1: middle i didn't know what that shit meant though i was just singing it just as i didn't i wasn't thinking about what the words meant i just enjoyed That's the song but exactly. you get older you like oh stroke the middle oh
0: change positions yes <laughs> okay i got yeah because that's sometimes that's what you gotta do You gotta,
1: word for word we singing and shit not thinking nothing about the word like the words didn't affect me negatively like on a personal level I didn't have sex till many years
0: later like Correct. none of these songs that I grew up on was like oh yeah it's time to get some dick like it was never that for me it was never like here comes oh, the
1: beat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. nigga. I'm about to get my dick,
0: son. About to get some dick. Like, don't even... I'm, I'm a teenager. I don't know what I'm doing with dick. Probably don't even want to touch one, look at one like that. Ugh. You
1: know what songs, You know what music had the most effect on me? The two genres. First of all, gospel. Growing up in the church, gospel had the big effect on me. And then, like, all the love songs. It made you think that you was in love all the damn time. It wasn't a sexual stuff. No. The, the love songs had a way... Probably the love Me songs had a way more negative effect on me, thinking that love was supposed to be some big gesture all the time, no matter what, every day. Every day. They had more of an effect on me than fucking Uncle Luke and Jay Z.
0: Yeah, and I was uh, <laughs> like, it's always the love shit that affects you more. Like I ain't never cop ninety two bricks and had to get it out of the back. I ain't,
1: and I, I knew I was never going to. <laughs> I don't want
0: to. Like I want to hear you talk about the shit, nigga. I was never listening to Jay Z talking about.
1: That's it. That's it. Right. Because uh, I'm that. not built that way. I'm not built that way. And I have no problem with it. Look, I'm telling y'all right now, don't put me in a position where I got to snitch on you. Because this nigga right here, I have family and I ain't going to prison for none of you motherfuckers. So was I am Bay not Sean, he like He got it. a green Cadillac. Uh-huh. He, he got a little sister. <laughs> He works, his little sister works at CVS, and his granny just retired from the church. She was the office manager. Yep. You can catch her. She plays bingo every Thursday night, and Davon drops her off. I can show you uh, where he drops her off. Like, okay. I'll sit in the back seat. Just give me something to eat, and I'll show you. Yep. Like, fuck that bullshit. Now, I blame music so child. Fucked my life. up. Making me think love was supposed to be a certain type of way. That too fucked me up.
0: No, I blame you, music, so child. I I blame boys to men for thinking, and Jodeci for this matter for thinking that a man was gonna beg to get me back, like he was gonna be heartbroken.
1: All them niggas begging back in
0: the day. <laughs> and that's why I believe them. Like in that "Cry for You" video, I believe them. Like them niggas was in the desert and the leather, singing very beautifully, mind you, about how they would cry for you. I I'm convinced when I seen the leather and the, and the sun, I said. These niggas you, do it. These niggas. You was sitting there. there you sitting out.
1: there. Bro, you sitting there like, why ain't some nigga begged for me yet? When, the I, hell? when
0: I when uh, I hung up on him, he didn't even like bother calling back or coming to the door. He and just walked off
1: it. and left. Like he was supposed to. Love is down on bending be bend
0: knee. Down. That's what that's <laughs> what Y-Y told me. Wyn-Yay told me this nigga was gonna be down on bending knee. That's what we you said.
1: Love it was supposed to be where when we get in the argument. We both walk away and then turn back around and, like, you know what? This is wrong. Let's make
0: up. Let's make love. That's what y'all did in the video, right? Yeah.
1: They always yeah. made- wasn't nobody, they wasn't fucking, they was all making love. I Everybody was like, was- and that's literally the progression. Like, look at look at the grand
0: scheme of things. Like when RB, when we came, when we was listening to RB in the 90s, it was, you know, it was very romantic. It was it was heartbroken. It had everything that you needed. It was needed. a lot was, of
1: heartbreak. A lot of it heartbreak. was
0: a lot. And then they, it was the begging. It was the begging to get back. And then it was like the women on the other side, like Tony Braxton and Mary J being like, you know what? Nah, nigga, we're not doing this shit. No he like,
1: wasn't I'm, man enough.
0: Yeah, like, oh, Tony smokes us. Like, I would have fought Tony if a bitch said that to me. She was like, <laughs> nigga, don't
1: you, don't you know who like <laughs> girl done me, He wasn't man enough. Bitch, what you mean I wasn't man enough? I did this and well.
0: <laughs> like save it nigga you ain't mad enough for me and then that's
1: when he starts begging to get her no. back
0: no. and then because even with dr dre and just be a man about it video was the same shit because tony was so
1: hyped she was like ah, man, ah. hey but hold on he was in the payphone on at a payphone like three in the morning pouring down rain oh, another bitch then the other <laughs> bitch was
0: like rubbing on her in the back i'm like what kind of shit is that if i'm that if i'm her I'm like, you gotta give this nigga some space. You know what I'm right. saying? Like he on the phone, not her. She never, babe. Did you
1: tell her? Right. You, you know, get her off the phone. Like, bitch, you have no no coups, no respect. And it, it's pouring down raining too, nigga. It that's that tells you what time of uh what year is it, what year it was. Exactly. Because when's the last time you saw a fucking payphone? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
0: To be alive. Last time I seen a fucking payphone, Anchorman, nigga. When Ron <laughs> right. <was> in
1: <laughs> I'm in the
0: glass case of emotion. <laughs> <laughs> All I
1: remember is Dr. Drage's
0: "Hey Tony, hey, ain't, Tony. I, just- <laughs> I ain't gonna make it tonight."
1: If she was. I know this motherfucker. I know you fucking lying. Let's let's. And that's when she was like, "You make just be a man about it, nigga." Where Yo, are mama, you? Drop <laughs> your
0: weak ass, mama, with that stank ass wig on. You go be with her weak ass then. How about Bruh. that?
1: I missed that music when yeah. people was talking in the middle of the song for like 10 seconds real quick. Like I missed
0: that shit. That was beautiful. He missed the uh what's his name? Mike from uh Boys to Men. When he got he's he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna get the breakdown. Now, now yeah. that reminds me of my homeboy Whip. Shout out to him because he hates that song. I said, I remember talking about uh what is that? You're talking about um no.
1: talking
0: about Is it I make love to you? No. When it's, he gets uh, on
1: there, end of the road.
0: End of the road, yes. Yeah. End of the road. They said, like overall, they say it's like one of the greatest love songs or R and B songs, and I yeah. can see that because they were. I had to explain it to him because when I was tweeting about it, he was ah hell no nah, because he literally brought up that part where Mike is doing <laughs> the breakdown and he he do sound crazy. But I was like, first of all, you gotta think about the time, <laughs> sir. It was the nineties. Are you talking about Leroy? Yes, I am talking I, about. I, I thought
1: so. I yes. thought
0: so. <laughs> Because he was like, he sent me voice notes. That's my boy. But he was like, no, nah. he's like, nah, thug. I can't even now nah, because them n- that was corny. I'm like, no, bro. Overall, I'm talking about just vocal-wise, every like boy group and all that shit. Like if there's
1: a doc on uh Netflix. I was just about to bring it yeah. up, and that put yeah. it perfectly. That put it perfectly. yes
0: Perfect, like the perfect what they were saying is exactly what it was the boys to man effect. Uh, the first episode, I think, This is Pop or something like that. Yep. And so, That's, go watch it on Netflix.
1: Yeah. This is Pop it's the first episode. It's and it really shows good. how they they really it was they birthed first of all, they birthed all the white boy band sensation. First of all, yes, they birthed man. all them niggas in
0: sync and backstreet boys at 98 degrees. That literally came from boys to men because they were looking for they said that they had a picture of the the audition picture it was like we want you to look like new kids on the block but we want you to sound like boys to men and sonically like overall boys to men was like one of those great boy groups for black people because they appeal like instantly they appeal to the white side and the black side and then of course in the midst of that the black side always wants to be like man them niggas is corny they whitewash but it's like they were still making quality music like we not going to get away from you you can't and tell selling me selling
1: millions of Fucking records, bro. Like,
0: say, no one's gonna get in my face and tell me Boys the Man does not have hits. I'll smack you in the face. Bruh, like, when, when, did
1: it, when did this become a thing to act like Boys the Man is some corny, lame group? Like, I've seen this on Twitter it's the last respect. couple of years. Boys the Man is an all time great, and I don't yes. understand. Like, Motown Philly, my nigga. Motown fucking Philly. What the fuck? Why are we disrespecting? Why does it become this now? Like, especially, I think it's definitely a very social media thing where. You you seem you think you're cool because you dislike some old school. You're doing black the thing opposite of what everybody
0: is. else is doing. Like you really think you're above the freight when you do that shit, and I hate it. And I'm not. And that's I, I, with, I guess for me, in some cases, that would be me. Anytime Kanye does anything, because that's that's literally where you can catch red. I'll be on the other side of it. Like, no. That ain't like I'm not. I can't get past it. I'm not going to get past it. And so every time I'm literally doing that Whitney Houston gift, like I, everybody clapping for this nigga, and I'm looking around like,
1: "Are you saying that you won't clap for this nigga?" I'm
0: no. I'm done. Are oh, you done? Enough. I've clapped enough. I want to. Nigga. I want to love you want this to nigga knock. so much. I want to. <laughs> Now, but he going I, I you know, drink were so that keeps he keeps every time I'm be like no. I can't even give this nigga a chance. Like I can't I don't be like hmm, nope. He just fucks yeah. it up
1: every time. I think I'm d- I knew I was done. I knew I was done. And I didn't realize it like I wasn't consciously doing this being like I'm done with this nigga. But I knew you I was know. done when Donda came out and I've still only listened to one song off of that album and it's been out for what two months, and a month and a half something like that mm-hmm. and I, used to, I was one of those. I'm In high school, nigga, when yeah, late exactly. registration came That's out, right. we left school early, went straight to Target and bought the album, went back to my mama's apartment and we played the whole album straight through me and two of my friends and just listened to that whole thing. And when it was over, we was like, damn, That's this good. shit is a masterpiece. Yes, yeah. And now he drops an album and I'm like, eh, I That's get to fair. it, I get to it. They, got a, they have a song, like him
0: and Jay-Z got a whole song together and I fucking love Watch the Throne, love it.
1: Don't even mm-hmm. care. Don't don't give a fuck at all. Don't care. I'll I don't care. <laughs> is this this is this is one of those toxic relationships. Like yeah. I keep trying to hold out hope for this nigga. Like, nah, no, nah, y'all, y'all gotta understand. Y'all don't know him like yeah. I know him.
0: No, he like, doesn't he- shoot his ass too many times. Like, I can't even defend the shit no more. Like okay. it's un- it's undefendable because what what I the clips that I've heard or saw that he did from Drink Champs because I am not checking that out. I, am, I didn't listen to it either. I, I, don't, I don't want to. It's he's a character. He's a character of himself he's now. Fake. Like Kanye's fake. You go from Sunday Service. Up Kurt Franklin's ass got the choir, all this bullshit, and then you'll put out a secular album and have all your hip hop flunkies run down to Atlanta GA. I remember that shit. All you ugly ass rappers, old and new, ran your motherfucking ass to him when he called y'all, and everybody spit like he was fucking Dr. Dre on Detox or some bullshit. And then it didn't make the album. But then this is Kanye's fake. Kanye's always been fake. He will always be fake. He's always going to be one of them niggas that throw rocks and hide his hand-ass nigga. Because what he did about calling out all of the friends, this so-called friends that he has, Common, Tylib Big Shine, John Legend, and whoever else the fuck he called out. If you saying he has a God complex because you've, you've given these people an opportunity. Y'all have a moment together where y'all made great music, made hits together. And then all of a sudden, because you were being stupid, you are being stupid and they If we're friends i should be able to hold you accountable i yes. should be able to be like yo bro you doing too much like you you really laying it on thick like this could be dangerous in the end but kanye don't want that kanye don't so, want um, friends
1: real quick, real quick so just to give context to that is basically they was asking him about like big sean and all of them and stuff and basically he said that he don't fuck with big sean or john legend anymore because they didn't vote for him in the last election. And when I first heard that,
0: I'm like, that sounds like the dumbest shit in the world, though. It is the dumbest shit in the world. Oh, so because this was
1: actually first time voting. Like, Kanye's 43. I yeah, dollars. I forgot about
0: that part. That was his first time that was his first time voting. <laughs> and then he really expected people with functioning fucking brains and common sense to vote for his ass because we friends? No, my nigga, I will not vote for you because we are friends. You're not a politician. You don't know about politics. Why the fuck? Because you make good boom-pap mu- music? I'm supposed to trust you with fucking foreign policies <laughs> and infrastructure bills and shit
1: like that? I want you to be over my health insurance, Kanye, Skitsy West? The fuck out of here. No. Yeah. That, that's just, that showed me so. like you said, God complex. So you think because... Yeah, you helped, you discover me. You helped produce my first albums. Help, You've helped me become a star. I appreciate you and I love you, my nigga. I already returned on my investment
0: because the shit sold, my nigga. I, I wasn't a dud. The shit sold, so I returned. Right, like I made you money. I made you money too. <laughs> it wasn't like Big Sean and John Legend did not provide him any kind of money to good music because they did because John Legend was actually one of his first artists and he was the one that was like up here helping you, the ordinary John people. Legend
1: was the very first one. Yeah,
0: that fucking first album is a banger. Like the I first still couple, go
1: back, nigga. The
0: first couple albums of John Legend, probably the first three, are hold bangers. Hold like, on, wait man, that's, that's, oh,
1: just while we're on this, just stay on John Legend, real quick, because I just want to go. Yeah, to because, make sure because I feel the, like the big. What, what was the first album called? I can't even remember. Uh, it wasn't ordinary people. No, it was called Get Lifted. Get Lifted, oh, yeah. Let's get lifted. Get Lifted, get got lifted got was a classic, yes. and then once again. They had Save Room for My Love and Heaven, PDA, that was a classic. Slow Dance, that was, and then Evolver, they had uh, Green Light and Good Morning. That, now that was a definite, his, John Legend's first three albums are classics, my nigga. Out the gate. And then then hold on, but don't forget, you can't forget what he had though, which will be one of the best ever that got played like a motherfucker, and I ain't gonna lie, I've never gotten tired of it, off Think Like a Man soundtrack tonight. That is that they played the hell out of that. That first of all, they played tonight in that movie about six times. Yeah, I didn't get tired of it one time.
0: (laughs) Run it back. Where the ludicrous verse said, that's my
1: shit. (laughs) 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 But yeah, John Legend, those first two albums was classic, so it's not like it ain't like his designer, my nigga. This is that was your biggest track. mistake, because, and it was your most shadiest mistake at that, because you only signed
0: the nigga so that you could get that dope ass beat that he had. You had no Literally. plans on like develop him, developing him as an artist at all. Like you just wanted to be able to get the track, and you fumbled that shit. Matter of fact, Kanye has done wrong by pretty much everybody over Tiana there on Taylor, that label. that was Taylor, the biggest designer. one that pissed me off because, because Tiana Tiana Taylor 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 be a got good album.
1: Yeah, she should be a bigger star.
0: Yeah because he don't good he doesn't do good with R&B and he really doesn't do good with female singer R&B. It it was very lackluster. I love pushing T, but I feel like I just get weird because you probably the only one that got a little bit of sense, but you still over there. So why are you still like trying to get this crazy man?
1: I feel like he's being loyal to a fault now. You he's gotta let that shit go. Like John walked away, like Big Sean.
0: Hell Kim at this point. Like everybody has tried, and they've tried to help this nigga, they try to help him help himself. Kanye don't want to. Kanye's his bit, he's his own biggest enemy because he always gets in his way. He's not funny. That's the thing that pisses me off <laughs> because he'll throw them jokes and he'll laugh and everybody be like, like, what, nigga? <laughs> white, like, you know what they say? Like, they try to say dry sense of humor. No, I have a dry sense of humor. Yeah, I have, yeah that,
1: that's not a dry sense
0: of humor. White people, even sense of humor, he has zero sense of humor. Like, it's, it's yeah, it's just funny. not funny. It's not yeah. funny. like what he said. He was like, if I die on my tombstone to say, uh, B- biggest shines. My biggest. My. Biggest. I didn't
1: understand what he meant. Like, like, obviously. Hold on. First one, Nori obviously didn't understand. What, Nori was like, Nobody. "Yeah, give it up." Nori started clapping. He's and like, drunk. You, drunk. Stupid <laughs> ass nigga. you over high and
0: drunk and clapping for this dumb ass nigga. Nori, and in you know, there like,
1: "They like women." Did you hear what he said? He said, "Oh, women, what?" Right. He over. <laughs> you know, like you said that, like Kanye's not great with R and B artists or female artists. I think. Kanye hasn't been great with any, any outside artist outside of, he was, early on. he was early on he was great with John Legend that first Common album off of Good Music, was uh, he was great with that, and the early Big Shine he was great with, but outside of that, where has he really been great because to me, he fumbled the bag when he produced the entire Nas album, that album should have been fire and it was whack, it was just whack. It was so whack, did you hear about Hit Boy? Did you hear about that? Oh, yeah, when well, he told hip boy did not put his name on niggas in Paris or something like that.
0: No, I didn't hear about that. But uh, Hit, I seen a clip where hip boy was on uh, Rory and Miles podcast and he was talking about how uh, he had had a falling out with Kanye and um, he, was, he wasn't sure if, you know, he was going to be able to keep up with making the, the music. And he was waiting to be blackballed and all this shit. But he was like, I was able to put out a better project than this nigga with Nas. And I feel like it's just a jealousy thing when it Hit comes Hit-Boy and Nas Hit
1: together are good as hell, too.
0: Hell, the Big Shine project with Hit-Boy, like, Hit-Boy, what he's doing right now with these certain yep. seasonal, seasoned artists- Yeah. Very good. And I think what it is, like- like with I, Dom I don't Kennedy,
1: think, too. Just got through there. Hit-Boy right, and Dom Kennedy. Like, he
0: don't- I think, like I've always said about Kanye, I don't think he really believes his own hype. But like everybody got to keep hyping him up constantly. Like, it's not one of the things where I hype you once and tell you it's amazing you're doing a great job no every day i have to tell you you're great and otherwise you're gonna question it and you're gonna fuck around and, and fuck something up because you start questioning yourself kanye doesn't know how great he is he just keeps saying it over and over again because it sounds good and he wants to try to convince himself because if that was the case what hit boy did with nines and big shine and what that should have made you work harder because he was able to pull off something that was more cohesive as a producer more current he actually knows what the streets and the, what people are listening to Kanye does not because people have to tell him because he's that out of touch from yep. everything that's going on. And he just makes assumptions about everything.
1: Yep, and so, Yeah, he's very much out of touch now. So just to go back a little bit, I was talking about with the hip boy thing. He did an interview the other day and he talked about how when he because, you know, he did niggas in Paris. And he Mm -hmm. said when he did it originally, he had his tag on there, like how he has the Hit Boy Boy. tag on a lot of his songs. Kanye told him, you should probably take that off because it sounds kind of lame. People might not be fucking with it. And Niggas in Paris is like his biggest song ever. And he talks about how he regrets listening to Kanye, that he wished he would have left Hit Boy tag on Niggas in Paris. Imagine how different that would be if the tag was on Niggas in Paris. That's the same fucking song these niggas was doing eight times in a row at the concerts. And niggas would not even tired of it. They had fucking mosh pits
0: at the shit. Beyonce was in a part of fucking mosh pit at one point when they did that song. Like I went to that concert
1: twice and never got tired of that shit at all. Oh. And yeah. And so like you said, like Kanye, he's a
0: fake bro. Like he's done this shit because that's why him and Drake fell out was because he was supposed to give him, he said he was going to give Drake lift yourself, which was a dope ass beat. Drake starts writing to lift yourself, just for you to turn around and do some poopity scoop boot bullshit rapping on it, and you released it. I would be livid too, bitch. I don't put bars to it A hook. I don't work dope bars, dope bars. And then you turn around and you release this shit in my face, and then you hit me with the bro, bro. See, that's what I'm saying. Kanye's fake as fuck. Like you, like even with Big Sean, he was saying the same thing. He was like, just a couple days before, we were just kicking it, my nigga. You was in my face. Kick it, Kiki, can and shit, and then now all of a sudden you're not. Now you don't like, like me,
1: and I, now that I'm the worst rapper. I'm the worst rapper you ever signed, like nigga. You signed designer, designer,
0: bro. Designer. designer has no bars. He had Kaden, right?
1: That was it? And it's, it's just disappointing because, like you said, he's his own worst enemy. He's so disconnected. He's so commercial and pop and trying to be a huge star that he's so disconnected it's from lame. Kanye. Kanye. At the root, nigga, you were hip hop. You really were hip hop, bruh. And now, and at one point, so this for me, now the longer we go out, I'm realizing, oh, you're not on the same level then to me as the Timberlands and Dr. Dre with Beats even. Like you're not on the same level as those niggas because you're now creating whack shit. Dr. Dre at least created some dope, has like in the the recent years created dope shit with Anderson like he's created yeah. dope shit with them. Timberland still creating dope shit with all these different people and all of that. And like Kanye, you like he had that whack. What he had that whack song with well, I don't even know the rapper's name, Lil Pump or something when he had them big uh you baggy know. shits. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, Kanye? Bro? Kanye's like-
0: 43 years old. Like anytime I see that's my issue. Kanye's 43 plus, whatever he, he it might have changed since then. But <laughs> you've worked with you keep reaching out to these young artists, Lil Baby, the baby, this, that, and third. Why the fuck your grown ass need to work with these young ass kids? Y'all have nothing in common. It's literally two different decades because, first of all, you're not even in your right mind. You're never going to be in my mind. Like, that shit's a a dud. You know what I'm saying? That's not gonna happen. But you do this shit, and you really think that everybody... My biggest issue was, and what stood out to me, is that Kanye's fake because if you just was kicking kicking it with these people prior to this interview, and then you want to get in this interview and get all saucy and you didn't tell me none of this shit when you was face to face with me, you didn't do you fake as fuck, my nigga. Like it's I said, rain. that's, that's just shit. you know what was lame for me for that. Um, I love Nori to me, um hip-hop base-wise. what he's doing is dope. I love to see like how he's created a, a different journalist lane for himself and he's really doing it. But my issue was that you cut your hair fucked up like this nigga just so you can get an interview with him you too fucking old to be doing that shit to try to get somebody to be cool with you I'm not fucking up my hair to sit down with Kanye West but if he want to fuck up his hair and get the patches then you do your fucking thing they ain't got shit to do with me but the Mm -hmm. fact that Nori did that shit I'm like you lame as fuck my nigga Kanye West is not that detrimental to get a fucking interview I want him to sit down with Drake that's more entertaining on a drink champs than fucking Kanye West. Get Drake drunk and ask him all the questions. The Jay-Prince shit, the uh yeah. the Meek Mill shit, like the Quentin Miller shit for that like all of these things would be dope to see with Drake drunk or high, whatever the fuck may be. Like Kanye West, he he don't need that shit. Like he yeah. won't be stupid.
1: Like you right. know but you know why it would be interesting with Drake. Drake is one of the last few that know, how see how huge he is. Yes. We still don't be knowing everything. He still is somehow able to keep some tight mystique lip. around him. Yeah, yeah tight-lipped. And obviously with Drake, his boys, his fam, his friends that he keeps around him, his loved ones, they are all loyal and are true to one another because just like we talked about with Jay-Z and Beyonce last time, shit don't never come out. But like every, It's every blue moon, maybe little things here and there, like when they talked about the whole Diddy thing or whatever. Every once in a while, something may come out nothing detrimental like the fact he had a kid and we didn't know like that's push a tea to tell us about it (laughs) right and you know for me when people was acting like he's a horrible father for that I never understood that because I'm like he just didn't want to let you strangers know he had a kid. Fuck y'all. I
0: think he was more embarrassed about the mother than he was the actual child. I mean, I could totally see that <laughs> as well. I like think it, I he was could... so tight-lipped. It wasn't the fact that he had a kid because if he had gotten Rihanna pregnant, Nick, we wouldn't have. Heard oh, him. he would have been all. We <laughs> wouldn't have heard the end of it. A... they be married now. They be married. He would have been a marketing scheme. He would have been like, nigga, okay, I'm putting my child on all album covers. Nigga, this is Drake and Rihanna's baby <laughs> This kid is on all my album covers till I'm dead.
1: What, uh, Beyonce, Jay-Z had on the run tour. Uh, Rihanna and Drake would have had some kind of Canada to Barbados tour. Somebody, <laughs> like You
0: weren't going to hear the end of it. Like Matter of fact, Drake was going to rap about it so much, it was going to be aggravated. But he's like, man, shut the fuck up about knocking up Rihanna. We don't give a fuck. He's like, nah, fuck that nigga. This is my life
1: now, bitch. <laughs> she got <laughs> my baby. <laughs> like, I'm, get, I'm, get, I'm, get, get did y'all get Rihanna pregnant? I didn't think so, niggas. I know y'all wanted to, but should not. <laughs> I know y'all want my baby mama, but she
0: will never get her. That's mine. That's
1: me. Oh, my God. Think about the fire-ass club singles we would have heard from that <laughs> shit, boy. Listen, but Damn. just, I, was, I like, I
0: because, like you said, Drake has that, he's on that level, like, him, like him, Rihanna, Jay Z, Beyonce, these are the certain artists that they don't go hit up Breakfast Club, Drink Champs, Joe Bud podcast. People are begging
1: for them. People are begging.
0: Yeah, for like them. they would love to, for, for Jay Z to be like, all right, let me, you know, stop being so tight living and come out here and talk to the nigga. Like, no, like I'm not doing it.
1: And remember a couple of years ago when Jay Z was on the Breakfast Club around Magna Carta, mm-hmm. Homie Girl came out? Like it was so big because Jay Z don't just be doing interviews like that. Oh, he don't like, and it's too. crazy. He talks more than Beyonce and he never talks. <laughs> and, he never- <laughs> and Beyonce said, I ain't saying nothing. Like at this point,
0: because you gotta think, because we grew up with Beyonce. So it was like Destiny's Child was on every fucking thing. They was at the MTV uh spring break. They was at BT.
1: They was back at- when they played music videos on BT and MTV back right. then.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that, that's exactly what it was. And now you get to, and it's dope to see. Because like I said, we grew up with her. Like we used to, oh, you catch Beyonce everywhere. Now it's like, yeah. we don't say shit. Like she's That, that is
1: true to think about. Like a 21 year old, they've grown up with Beyonce and Jay-Z never talking. We grew up, we saw them doing yeah, interviews them. and award shows all the time and all of that. Now the young folk, they don't they might not know what these motherfuckers' voice sounds like outside of music.
0: Like they do do interviews, like they have. They they've been on these things, they just don't they haven't been on the modernized stuff, which is the Breakfast Club, the E the podcast, all that shit. And I'm glad and I'm, they I'm, not. I'm glad they not. I don't want them to. Like that's that's my perfect example when I talk about these celebrities to quit talking to me because they don't talk to me. And I love it because just give me the content, my nigga. Like, this is where I'm at. Put the put a nice beat under that shit. Quit typing this yep. shit. shut up, put go yep. to the studio put a beat underneath that shit and get your shit off. But if you're going to be typing and going on Instagram live and shit, I don't want to hear that shit. Because
1: imagine, imagine if Kanye never did all of these silly ass interviews. We would not know how crazy this motherfucker is. And we would still look at him as that's fucking Kanye West. Kanye Tudor, as Jay-Z used to say.
0: They keep giving, that. my thing with Kanye and and the fan base is like that everybody's sheep. Everybody's sheep.
1: Yeah.
0: Everybody gets fake mad. Everybody was fake mad and shit. I wasn't. I was real life mad. Like, I still ain't got a shit. Whatever. he, Everything that he's done that was detrimental. I was like, I can't. I can't even fuck with it no more. Like, I can't excuse it. I don't care how good you rap how good you can put beats together. You still got to be a good person at the end of the day. If you fucked up, you fucked up. And that there's no way around it. And the fact that this man, is one's a fake-ass nigga, a fake-ass producer, fake-ass rapper, because he he's dogs. a shitty
1: friend. Obviously, he's oh, a shitty friend.
0: He said, <laughs> I, and all of this, guys, is literally from Elliot Wilson, because he follows me on, on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, excuse us. Burr, burr, burr. Shameless, shameless. But, you know... <laughs> But I see that shit all the time. Hip hop, hip hop, my baby. You know what I'm saying? We're supposed to all of it. So he said, yeah. um, what was he talking about? The um, He said that he put them all Jay Z, Kim K, Kid Cudi, somebody else. Oh, uh, they put them all in a group yeah. text. Talking about I'm richer than you. Jay Z's 51 years old with three kids and a wife <laughs> and 12 albums. Time. 12 classic albums. This nigga working for the NFL now. He got Rock Nation. Uh, the <laughs> most number album. one album.
1: The most I number one albums of all time.
0: If I'm Jay Z, I'm writing back, bitch. I don't care. I'm a billionaire
1: too. Like who the fuck cares? Get the fuck off my phone. Like, like you, Jay, the most number one albums of any artist ever. Married to Beyonce, who has the most Grammys of any female artist of all time. Like what are we what, talking like, about? Like what? No, are you, like, what are you
0: twenty one, my nigga? What the? Fuck? and quit acting like you just got money my nigga like and that's the like next. it's just
1: new to him like it's new
0: <laughs> it's weird to me because you was just crying like less than four years ago that you was absolutely broke and broke. the world wouldn't let you in and now all of a sudden you're a billionaire i'm like nah somebody lying bro that don't even make no sense how the fuck i go from having zero dollars to all of a sudden i got a billion of them how no the no, no. I now that? that
1: you're richer than all of them combined that like
0: Jay-Z's married to another equally billionaire. What are we talking about? Kim K is not a billionaire.
1: She's not. He, he's gotta be the most, di- one. he's one of those people that's so difficult to be friends with because like, if you are somebody that's really been in his life for 10, 15, 20 years, and y'all have shared stuff, y'all been through heartbreak together, good times together, and you truly love this nigga. Like for us, we're disconnected from it. We don't know him for real. For but for like real. for somebody that is, he's like your brother, You really, it's like being in, being close to somebody who has a drug problem or something, like you are trying your best, but it's like, after a while, like, nigga, I have tried so much. I can't do it no more. Like for me, I'm emo. like if I'm really friends with you, I'm emotionally drained and I can't do this shit no more, dog and I'm we're in a public you. spotlight now and we're in a public spotlight dealing with this so that makes yeah, that's what
0: he, he tried to say that you know Big Sean and, and John Legend was uh they were being used by the Democrats when all along bitch you being used by the Republicans so what are we talking about and honestly I don't think that John Legend and Big Sean were being used by the Democrats no. I just say they got a functioning fucking brain and really know who you are to be like yeah nah nigga you need to shut up and that's that was the truth of the matter quit right. talking this ain't your thing can This owens like but the motherfuckers you side with Trump, like this is the shit
1: you talking about. Like you really sound nutty, right? Because for him, it's like you was in there with Trump, and so let's say, like Steve Harvey, he went in there. And Steve Harvey really went in there thinking, I can kind of I can change this nigga's mind. Let me try to do something. Dumb old
0: nigga shit. Get your and
1: then Steve Harvey Harvey realized, oh shit, I was tripping. And he came out and said, My bad, y'all. I really thought I could do this. I was dumb. This is what so we
0: were saying. This is what all black people were saying when you was walking
1: up. It we was like, hey, bro. Uh uh. Mm, mm, no, mm. but Steve was like, no, nah, no, nah, for real, y'all. I think no, I am really. No, <laughs> no, nah, 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 for real, y'all. And then <laughs> Steve, Harvey, Steve Harvey has apologized, like, bro, I was stupid. I shouldn't have done it. Kanye still, like, nah, that nigga wasn't using me. I was gonna no Kanye. He was, bro. And you know what? If you just apologize and don't do it again, niggas will forgive your dumb ass. Niggas uh-huh. actually will. I'm not I'm talking about back then, niggas worse. You
0: done double down, triple down, quadruple down, <laughs> bitch. Like, you just keep making it dumber and dumber. Like, you make it worse and worse. This nigga said, tr- and I, this is why I can't, I judge all you motherfuckers that keep, still check this nigga out and call him a genius. This nigga grown as fuck went to the White House rocking one the nigga's hat looking like a bitch rocking his merchandise. Like, look at me, I'm a fan, right. and then got up and tried to say this nigga like a father figure to him. I'm like, y'all niggas forget y'all miss all that. of this shit. And y'all y'all think I'm gonna forgive that? What the fuck when was, that,
1: when was the last time Kanye was a genius? When's the last time we saw his genius at work?
0: I don't think he's a genius no more. I think y'all lied. I think everybody lied.
1: You don't I think just, he ever
0: was? <laughs> I think that we wanted him to be that great so bad that but he didn't want it for himself. It's one of them things where you see the complete potential in a person, but if they don't see it, then it's a mute point. And You don't think he
1: was ever a musical genius. You don't think late registration, 808, any of only that. Because no.
0: it came out that he had so much assistance. If he didn't have that much assistance with the shit, then I could probably let him slide. But to know that consequences Consequence was writing some of his shit, any of the other rappers that's been around him has been writing some of his shit. Yeah. Y'all keep like and Drake spoke to that because he said was at seven a.m. on his album. Y'all keep moving the goalposts, but I say the same thing about Drake when it was the Drake and the Pusha T shit. Like y'all, it's all about who y'all want to coddle at the time. And for me, the game always coddles Drake. I'm not a super Drake fan, but they do coddle this nigga because any other rapper couldn't have got away with this shit with writing a note in the middle of a fucking hip hop beef. Talking about hey, I just want to explain something. No, bitch. yeah, that now
1: that's don't, like don't write, I, don't write no notes, bitch. Go to the studio, write yeah. a lyric. That's <laughs> when I knew, that's when I knew hip hop has changed because yep. I remember riding through Florida State's campus, and all I kept hearing was back to back playing from car from white 19-year-old white kids mm. or watching fucking Jon Stewart and he's over here saying Drake lyrics or watching Sports Center and there's white sports anchors trying to clown meek meal. And I'm like, you don't have any right to clown Meek Mill because you know nothing about fucking hip-hop. Hip-hop. Where hip hop. That's thats when I realized, oh, hip hop has been gentrified now. Yep. Drake is that Drake is that big yep. where he yep. can survive that type of shit because and while while and Drake Nikki for that matter, and what and Nikki. yeah, like, around the same time when when
0: Remy Ma hit her ass with the sheeter, which is still fucking hard ass, this still hard hard hip hop dish. This nigga was online scrambling. I don't like that shit. That ain't the beef we grew up in. Like, if right. we did, we grew we came up off of East Coast, West Coast beef. If we, we did, of course, it wasn't those social media where, you know, Tupac wasn't sending no tweets at
1: Biggie. Well, imagine, t- imagine if Tupac had Twitter fingers, but imagine the kind of shit he would have been tweeting. Imagine if the, yeah. beginning, the beginning of Hit Him Up, when he talking about, that's why I fucked your bitch, you fat. mother. like, imagine if that was uh, some tweets and not at the beginning. of Yes. Like, imagine this shit. that shit. That should be ill if we had social media back in the day. <laughs> oh my God. If, if people, if we had all these hip-hop blog sites or the Elliot Wilsons of the world, being able to tweet Live, all the shit going on between Nas and Jay Z, that shit would have been crazy, dog. Did y'all hear Ethan? Did y'all hear uh, the takeover? Like shit, like that. Like motherfuckers went.
0: That's why I keep saying y'all niggas went outside when Blueprint came out. Like yeah. we didn't see that coming. Then nobody see Jay Z shooting at the motherfucker on Takeover. Like he shot at a lot of motherfuckers, and making
1: butt. it making it a song, not just a random song that you drop. A song on your album. At it's dance. like track two, ain't it? It's like Yes, after it's day. track two. It's track two. <laughs> it's, it's on the pull up, and then he. He just told the rest of these niggas, I only respect
0: y'all for the rest of y'all niggas. <laughs> and the rest of y'all niggas got a half a bar. Fuck y'all. Niggas. Fuck y'all. Damn. I ain't <laughs> even gonna go in deep like, I, re- I
1: respect Nas. He's like, I respect Nas. I respect little mob deep, but the rest of you niggas, fuck, fuck y'all. y'all. Ain't important.
0: <laughs> even he got a fifty cent ass with one simple bar. With fifty cent, they say shit else to him. These niggas <laughs> say, i'm about a dollar. What the fuck is fifty cent? Fifty cents. <laughs> All
1: you right. Might. All right, big All Right. right. I'ma you know, I'm keep picking on Puff. That's a, that's an easy pick. You know what I'm saying? You got it, big go boy. Right.
0: Let me go let me go to jaw. Yeah, you let me go to jaw with
1: Puffy. <laughs> like he
0: you can you can send them little shots to them two niggas, but nigga, yeah. I spit over here. Like nigga, I'm gonna give you these it's bar worth, my nigga. Right. Like I'm gonna spit you up. When you I knew, you knew in the game. Like, that was a hard bar. I'm about a dollar. What the fuck is 50 cents? Which means it's half a fucking dollar, my nigga. I'm about the whole buck, Bruh. nigga. All four that's, quarters. Bitch, you on half
1: of That's when I knew, like, shit changed. Because when niggas, like, when Drake could be able to write a note in the middle of a beef. But then when niggas would talk about, like, you're in the middle of a rap beef. A fun rap beef. It was hip-hop again. Like, ain't, nobody, ain't nobody talking about shooting or killing. None of that. It's just a fun dope-ass, true, authentic, hip-hop beef. And then, niggas is out here talking about, but Drake got more records. Don't nobody give a fuck cool, about right. records sold in a beef, nigga. Like, no. that does not matter, bro. We talking about, we just talking about fun-ass, lyrical, who's clowning, who's being creative. Because I remember when you had a couple of those nights in a row when Drake and Meek Mill was dropping shit back and forth, That's it was like fun again. Like, this shit is uh-huh. hip-hop right here. But then, and I just don't want to be one of those guys because hip hop is grown, so everybody should be able to listen to it. But just seeing seeing this little nineteen year old white sorority girl going like You're talking not about protective drugs, of great. it. That's like, what yes. I was saying earlier. I'm protective of hip hop.
0: I'm very critical of it. I love it. I love R B music. I love all music, but they, these two things are driven more so by my people. So I'm really in tune with that shit, and I'm very critical of it, even to the point where do you um. This is probably like switching gears.
1: But have you checked out the Queen show on ABC with Eve and Brandy and all of them? Not yet. I'm literally waiting for it to be like a good six or seven episodes just so I can binge watch it. <laughs> binge watch the shit. See, yeah.
0: I, I was watching the episode and first of all, Lee Daniels is involved. So that you, that's already a, a red flag. It's dramatic
1: episode. for no reason. It's dramatic. corny.
0: I know it's going to be corny. Okay. Like it's one of the... Okay, here's no. my list of corny Black directors. I know... They've done, you know, good, whatever the whatever the fuck. Anyway, I'm not giving... Anyway, so it is Lee Daniels, Tyler Perry, Ken, uh, Ken Barris, Lena Waithe. These motherfuckers, they make good... They start out with good content, and then they gonna corny it the fuck up. Like, every yep. fucking
1: time. And make it predictable.
0: It's fuck. And that was my yep. thing. Like, so the last episode... Um, they, would, they had like a cipher. Even. Hold on wait a
1: minute, I'm sorry, but I was just in the last episode, the title said, Who You Calling a Bitch?
0: Yeah, see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like... <laughs> Don't be trying to bring the queen into this shit. Like, don't do that. I hate that. Let, if we're going to do it, let's just keep it, you know, separate. Don't try to include, like, you know, actual artists into this shit. Because they say corny shit like, ah, oh, Drake just shared it. Like, I've seen that shit on other TV shows. I'm like, Drake when not did that shit. Like, <laughs> oh, Beyonce said she was going to, Beyonce when not did that shit. Like, it's, you're not being realistic because they've never done these things before. So why the fuck would they do it for a TV show? But Fox, well, Kim and, no, keep brandy and eve where their characters were having a a cipher back and forth brandy's character um i don't know if they was trying to make her kim-esque or whatever but she was like i've ended uh rap careers ask foxy i was like cut this bullshit off cut it off (laughs) cut this bullshit off you want to know why (laughs) because that's corny that's corny to me. and this is coming from somebody that's a little kim fan not a foxy fan i'm not defending foxy at all What's corny about it is that Kimberly motherfucking Jones is actually the one that did that to motherfucking Foxy Brown. Yes, New fictitious motherfucking character on this weak ass ABC show did not please leave what actually happened in hip hop history out of it. Like y'all sound stupid. Like you, you gonna say you killed Biggie and Tupac? Like, what where, where's the line drawn at? Like, what do we did? Doing? They say that on there. No, I hope but they okay. did say about that Brandy that Brandy's character did say that about uh Foxy.
1: And I'm like, that's whack. Don't yeah. don't do that. Whoever it wrote that sure shit wonder, in there. Yeah, that's when it makes you wonder who's the writers for it. Right. And I do that and just cause niggas, I bet it's white people writing it. It don't matter because it, it, be it can be black, it can be black, it can be black people who don't know that's shit about hip hop. They do it all the time because you want to equate it. You want to make it familiar.
0: But if we're talking about this, this is not a real group. This is not a real rap group, hip hop group. Yeah, like this is based off of salt and pepper or some shit. This is not a biopic. So Correct. this is literally fake. tissue. so y'all don't have to include what has actually taken place in actual hip hop history to try to make it all cohesive. We don't have to do that. We could. You can just spit your spit and do your shit without bringing up anybody of like real relevance. That's just make bit. a fake.
1: Make a fake storyline, bro.
0: Yeah, but you just say, like, you know, I ended it. I ended bitches, ex, Foxy. No, bitch, that ain't that was whack Boo. i was like i wanted to cut the whole episode off i was like you try to stick with it it's on abc so you know these these are things you got to tell yourself to. i can't but i don't think i can fully like get behind it because i'm so critical of my baby hip-hop that when brandy did that i'm like i would have been like cut because when y'all gonna bring up eve's name in the female rappers and she's standing right there like y'all keep bringing up bitches that ain't even in the room so bring up the actual bitches in the room because Eve is one of them. She's one
1: of the dopest Eve, female Eve might Eve might be one of the ones that gets the least amount of love that deserves you know? way more. Like she's so underappreciated. She is. I got I, I bought a Scorpion on fucking vinyl just a couple of weeks ago. I love it. Eve, you really? like, Eve was, I don't think people. I wonder how many. If most of us in our age group, anyways, realizes. I mean, I think we know, but how much of us really think about how big she was at? Some she was huge. When we think about older, like the early uh, female rappers from back in the day, when we think about 90s, early 2000s, mm-hmm. and AMC, like, people don't mention E's name, though, for real. And it's kind of wild because, first of all, she was the first lady of Rough Riders, the only woman with all of them, and was spitting just as hard as any of them. Like, to be honest, you could really say it was DMX, than her. Yeah, like she right. was even when DM,
0: her and DMX did tracks together, she had her own. And this is a woman we talking about. And this is DMX we're talking and about. And this was
1: in the nineties, a woman doing late
0: nineties. This is Eve came out in 99. So she literally came mm-hmm. out at the close of 90s. So she came mm-hmm. in at a perfect time. It Who's was that
1: girl. It was the it
0: was perfect. I wanted Paul Prince tattooed on my teeth at one point. I'm like nah bit right? up,
1: you ghetto got walking back, hey, girl. Know, but you know as well though, this is how you know times have changed. Because for her, when a woman was trying to come into rap and then they found out she used to be a stripper, like she kind of got shamed for that. Now the days, now the days they hype. Oh, she was a stripper. Oh shit, hell yeah. Like they hype you up for that in 2020. Yeah, that's what Cardi was. Cardi used to be a stripper. And then like it's one of those things
0: where it's like the the resurgence, it's it's that new because with Cardi, like I was saying earlier in the episode, Cardi ushered in. All these female rappers. but well, we now we got a plethora to choose from. Like it ain't just it ain't just Cardi. It's Cardi, Meg, City Girls, Sweetie, Flo, Millie. You got uh, a Drezy, out of Chicago.
1: Thing. Yeah,
0: like it's it's a long list of girls, and they all spit like they all get
1: busy. And like they, ain't they like, all really different too. To yeah. Be honest.
0: yeah, yeah, and they can work together. And then like with like I said with Cardi, what she's done across the board because she's brought in like even for the R and B girls. For the solo R and B chick, she's even you know Normani. She's worked with her shit like that. Broke f- fucking Bruno Mars for that matter. Like this girl has literally been like, "Hey, bro, I'm gonna apply my shit everywhere, and we're gonna make all of this shit come together." And that's I think that's what Meg is doing currently too. And it's yeah. just dope to see them be able to do that like across the board, like to be able to work with pop artists, to be able to work with, you know, the hip hop, the R&B, like you got to keep your, keep your shit up like across the board. <laughs>